Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy! I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on... And around... A bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, hello, Malin. Happy fall to you. Hi, Kelly. Happy fall to you as well. My favorite season, or at least it's up there. I know you. You tend to go a little pumpkin crazy, huh? I do. I My husband had to drag me out of Trader Joe's the other day because they've got everything on the shelves, all things pumpkin, and they've got even just the little gourds. And I, I had about 12 <laughs> of them in the cart, and he said, let's cap it at five. <laughs> let's cap it at five gourds. Yeah, but they are they are pretty stinking cute. How about you? How are you getting into the fall spirit? Oh, well, another thing that's been on, on my mind this week as fall advances is close listeners of the show will know I had an agent who may or may not have been stealing money from me. Well, Mm. I had a heck of a time tracking him down, um, but actually was able to connect with him recently in a sort of satisfying way. way. Yeah. It was the strangest thing. You know, I had been interviewing for a job at American Dad. Our guest, Kevin Concealer, put me in touch with Seth McFarlane. I had a general with Seth Mm -hmm. and Seth and I really hit it off. And I was, I was telling this to Seth on FaceTime recently. And he said, why don't you let me fly out there? Why don't you let me fly out there and find Daryl and and track this guy down? Sorry, could we just rewind a bit? Because so you have now advanced to sort of a FaceTime level relationship with Seth MacFarlane just from your general? Uh, Yes. So the job is still, you know, they've got a full, they've got a company that they outsource the animation to for American Dad. And I don't work for that company. So I can't animate the show, but he's just said, oh, I have such talent. He wants to cultivate it. And yeah, so we're talking one one or two times a week. Wow. That is a great sign. He must really believe in your talent. That is so impressive. That's amazing that... (laughs) I got to tell you, I feel, I feel very lucky. He's such a, you know, the world knows he's a comedic genius, but he also is a great listener and a, a great man. Wow. So he flew out to New York to help you with the Daryl situation. He did. Yeah. He flew out. He helped me track him down. You know, I'm not the most internet savvy woman in the world. And yeah, I mean, we, uh, you know, I don't want to say the specifics of where he is these days. I don't want people to go hunting him down because he is someone who has done me wrong, but yeah, we found him and were able to pretty much track him to his apartment and get a pretty satisfying apology out of him. I mean, it's been years since I've seen him and here he is saying, I'm so sorry. You're absolutely right. All the things, you know, that you're accusing me of having taken your SAG dues and used them for horse racing bets or mm-hmm. all those things are things that I did. And I'm sorry. And can I give you the money back? No. Can I give you back the career that I probably stole by you know, by misusing your money and, and not really actually managing you? No, but I can give you my apology. So he's not going to pay you the thousands and thousands of dollars that he no, owes you? he can't and, and won't do that. And But that's okay, you know, because I don't need that. You know, I got my girls, I've got yeah. my... Yeah, and, and this new friendship with Seth, I think, could be really fruitful. But that's exciting because I wonder if there are sort of maybe career opportunities uh, Seth could be focusing on for you and, and try to make some intros there. Yeah, I'm hopeful that comes yeah. out of it. So far, it's been, you know, just personal. Where'd you grow up? You know, stuff yeah. about 
we're staying to real life, you know, not so much industry stuff between us right now, but I'm liking that. I'm finding it very refreshing. Oh, well, that's nice mm-hmm. too. Cause you know, doing this podcast, yeah, we're friends, but it is so industry focused. So it's important to carve out that personal time in your, in your normal right. life. But yeah, so that's, that's what's going on over here. Um, well, I love that for me, it's just pumpkins, <laughs> but I am excited for our episode today. Oh, and so am I. I mean, we've got a real heavy hitter with us here today, character actress, and she actually, you know, guest starred in this episode that we're going to recap today, season two, episode three. Shall we bring her on? Let's do it. Please welcome to the podcast, Gertie Frank. Welcome, Gertie. Welcome, Gertie. Gertie, oh. Gertie, you you're are muted. muted, Gertie. <laughs> oh, God, you know, these new, we didn't have these back when I was, when I was going on shows and doing interviews, we didn't have uh, buttons to push on and off, but hello. <laughs> We're getting used to it, too. Yeah, don't worry don't about it. worry about this it. This whole Zoom thing, yeah, it can be oh, tricky. Well, yeah, good thing I'm only 40. Wink, wink, girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have always been so fun. It's such a delight to see your face. I'm trying to think of the last time we all saw each other. Mullen, do you think it was that time we went to the school? Could it have been that? Yeah, Gertie, you were so kind to invite us to come speak to your students at the school. I mean, we should get into the path uh, your career yes. has taken and how you're teaching now, but... Yeah, you very kindly asked us to come give a little talk about what it's like to act in the biz to your mm-hmm. students. and which, which, to be very fair, I already teach them a lot about because, you know, I'm in the biz myself. So oh, yes. You weren't invited from a point of necessity per se, though I, I do love to have you around. I love the kids to, to get more knowledge. But to be clear, they, they were getting that mm-hmm. instruction before. You came, and it was a joy to have you again. Of, of course, course, of course. No, they're already being taught by a character actress extraordinaire, yes, no doubt. And to be mm-hmm. honest, I don't know that we were that helpful that day. I think, <sighs> I know I was a little down in my career at that point, so it might have been a tad discouraging mm-hmm. to the students. Oh, yeah. I mean, my agent was still stealing from me, and I didn't, I mean, I wasn't having auditions anywhere. The horizon was completely empty. So I, as I remember it, I was pretty discouraging. Yeah, that day I was sort of like, don't do this. If you can think of literally any other career you could take, take that uh, path. And, you know, but I was thankful you did that because you really knocked the spirit out of a few of them. And it needed to be knocked out. These kids uh, were doing things every day that sucked a little bit of my soul out of me. You know, just just no talent. Really? Oh. Oh, interesting. So I did a tad, you know, in the high school drama department when I was a kid, and I really was helped a lot by my teacher being encouraging. So is that not the approach you tend to take with your kids? I do encourage. I I think encouraging is important, but, you know, you got to work for it. Sure. The worst Mm. thing, the worst thing you can be in the world, the most criminal thing to be is middle class. Aha, uh-huh, mm-hmm. okay. Middle class, to be mediocre in the middle. Oh, so we're using this as a, not as a, a class definer, but as a sort of middle of the road, mediocre talent. Yes, keep up, dear. Let's I'm go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm back, back in student mode. Um, this is fun. Sorry, I like it, this. It I came like this. naturally. <laughs> 
No, I'm so I'm just, I'm, oh, I'm just playing with you, Kelly. I'm a lifelong learner and proud of it. So very happy to have that lesson taught to me today. True. So I, I do have a question. When you are at the head of classroom mm-hmm. and you, you know, we've all been around these people. It's like, just tell them they should stop. Tell them they don't have it so they can have a nice life. You know, when do you decide it's time to impart mm-hmm. that wisdom to someone? Some consider it a sixth sense of sorts. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. get to control when it comes on, but I can feel it. Oh, when it comes on. So it's sort of a spell. Yes, it, it, uh, it, it, it's a feeling that I can't fully articulate. But, mm. you know, I saw the most charming young man earlier this week. Charming young man, six feet already at wow. his age. Six feet, mm. strapping. The girls love him. Got him to audition for a play. As soon as he set foot on the stage, I knew. I knew that boy was going places. And, you know, as soon as he learns to read off a page, I think he's going to be a star. Absolutely. Oh, so he's not reading yet? No. And, you know, he struggles. He struggles with a... He's a quiet soul. Mm. You know, he's a quiet Mm -hmm. soul. And so his face will remain rather stagnant. But it's something I can feel. Meanwhile, my class is full of girls. So most I don't know if that's okay to say, but mostly girls. Oh, of course. Who just mm-hmm. don't have it in them. Don't have it in them. And you, you, I, and Marlon know what that is like, don't we? Because we have it. We have it, and it is. We yeah. do. I mean, hard to see when when it's not there. And we, I mean, I'm sure Marlon's the same. So many of the people from my acting classes growing up, lovely women, and again, almost all women are girls. Yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of girls. Oh, yes, almost all. No, not mm-hmm. many had it. And now they are no. wives, they are mothers, they are lawyers, they are bankers, doctors, many admirable careers. Couldn't be me, could not be me. <laughs> uh, it, it could not be me. And, you know, the winter I signed the divorce papers my husband wouldn't stop pestering me about was also the winter I broke both of my ankles. Oh, my God. So, Oh, wow. Gertie, we have a lot in common. I have also broken some bones and been through a handful of divorces. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm, oh. happy. I'm pleased to learn that we have this in common. Right. I so rarely meet a peer. So, yes, yes, it's, it's good to find community, communion. It is. Well, can we, can we back up just a bit? Because I would love Please. to hear how you... Well, should we do the synopsis for the episode, Kelly, first? Let's do that. And then we'll talk about how you came to audition for Riding Around and where your acting career went after this guest spot, which I got to say, rewatching the episode last night, you are such a star. You really, really nailed this part. When a local reporter starts reporting a story on the bus and strikes up a flirty relationship with Gus, Lily acts out in jealousy. Meanwhile, Rudy seems to be addicted to hot dogs from the hot dog hut. So, Gertie, you obviously were the local reporter mentioned in that. And I just, it really felt like I was watching an actual reporter. I got to say, the way that you were interviewing him, but the subtext of the flirtatious energy was Mm -hmm. also just, oh, chef's kiss. So, so good. Palpable, palpable. Yes. Yes. And so nice, too, to Mm -hmm. see... I mean, so often as as women, as actresses, we're trained to talk down compliments, don't accept them. And you just, you took that. And I love that energy. And I need to store some of that away for myself. You know, people will say, oh, you're brilliant, one in a million comedic talent. And I'm like, no, 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 stop. You, you just took it. You push it away. 
No, I, I, I have to. I, it's in my nature. You know, some of us, it just, some of mm-hmm. us, it just goes in. It sinks in. They're not telling me anything I haven't thought while alone in a dark bathroom hunched over the bowl. You know, they're not telling me anything I haven't thought myself. Hunched over and the bowl. Yes, yes. It's, sometimes you just got it in your body. I used to be a dancer, so you know I can't stay still in a space. I gotta be moving, and I've gotta be hunched and moving. Right, and that's what some of yes. what was so cool about this performance. You know, a lot of times you think of a local reporter as someone okay, stand still in the small frame, deliver the news, mm-hmm. end of story. Your physicality is a revelation. Well, I was classically trained. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you embodied. Just the holding of the mm-hmm. microphone, the even just how you boarded the bus the first time we see mm-hmm. your character. Yes. yes, we play it for a laugh yes. because you do the little, mm-hmm. the kind of weird thing with the arm, you know, the, the My rail. signature pose. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. You po- so you've you've taken that forward then into, into other work? No, it was just in that episode. But, you know, if we think of the world of the show, I'm sure there's a, you know, there's a woman in that town who everyone sees on the news and they go, that's her pose. And I don't remember if they gave me a name, but I picked one for myself. No, in the episode, you I think your character does not have a name. And, and Lily, who has had an ongoing relationship, will they, won't they kind of thing with Gus, is sort of insistent that no one really get to know you because she mm. wants to save Gus all for herself. So what is the name that you chose for yourself? The name that I chose for myself was... I, sorry, this is the first time I'm even saying it out loud. Mignon. Mignon. Mignon, which is so is that M I G N O N then? Yes, like the like the fillet. Ah, like the fillet. Um, beautiful, beautiful. You know, piece it of was meat. a. That's what they used to co- say about me, dear. <laughs> Absolutely, I leave the audition room. That's what they'd say. Yeah. So, how did you get this audition on um, on riding around? We we've talked a little bit about our own paths into our respective roles. Mm-hmm. What was your? You know, did you have a prior relationship with showrunner Diana Bones? Or I'll have to go back a little, if you'll forgive me. Oh no! Oh, please. Happy to learn from the master. Yeah. I saw my best friend pancaked by a New York taxi cab in 1979. I witnessed that. And as she was under the tire, she still tried to make it to her audition. Oh, wow. She had the songbook beside her. She kept saying, oh, go, oh, gosh. go. And I took that as a sign. I took her sides. I took the songs. I went to an audition. Did I get the part? No. But a man in the lobby noticed me. Wow. And he gave me his card. Uh He was my agent right up until I booked this episode. He actually fired me the day before (gasps) I had the audition. Wow. Go in the room, blew him away, book the role. Guess who's calling me that night? Uh Uh-huh. They always want to come back, don't they? Yeah, they have a sixth sense for money. Yep. We know agents like that, dear. Oh, yes. I mean, I can't, don't even get me started on mine. You know, he was taking my, I was writing blank checks to no one. And he was taking them and saying, oh, I'm giving this to SAG for you. You're a member of SAG. Don't worry. I hand deliver this to SAG. Well, come to find out I wasn't SAG for too long into my employment on the show. Oh, 
I don't even know if legally we can have this conversation. Then. Oh no! I, <laughs> Is, are we allowed to record with non modern? Are we allowed to record? <laughs> well, with it's all been rectified. Or? It's it's all been rectified, you know. But oh, you're in now. Yes, I'm. I'm welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But all of that to say, you know, gosh, don't I know the sort of, you know, the agent who isn't loyal, right? They want you when you're hot, but when you're not, they they don't want anything to do with you. So can you talk to us about how you made the transition into teaching and what made you decide to do that? Well, transition is a beautiful word for it. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. The way we'll say it was a, it was not necessarily a voluntary one. I was booking so much. Everyone wanted a piece of Gertie Frank. Mm. Everyone, because you know, I was a little beautiful chorus girl who could also be serious. <laughs> and she also had a flair for comedy. You know, no one, they, I, they could do so much with me that they didn't know what to do with me. Yes. But what really cemented it was when I had about a flatulence at the Tony's. Oh, you don't say. And I speak about this here because I I want other actors to know they're not alone if it happens to them. Mm. I stunk up the room so badly that during the acceptance, I get choked up talking about it, sorry. Mm. During the acceptance uh, speech for Best Musical, I flatulated. I didn't know the camera was next to me. Oh, dear. The crowd laughed so hard. Many of them cried. It's not the first time I've moved people to tears, but yes, uh, (laughs) and I got blacklisted. And after that, you know, I, 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 at a certain point, I stopped trying. I said, let me mold these young minds. You know, that's so crazy to me. A woman of your talent, I mean... At your level, mm-hmm. you expect that in Hollywood, right? The sort of shallowness, the, oh, she farted. We don't want her around set. But at the Tonys, which are the... Let me get Botox in my butthole so that it, it comes out a little smoother. Sure, you know? yeah. All the, you expect that in Hollywood. But in New York, where, you know, the people doing theater are... It's real. You know, they're gritty. They're in it every day. They're taking the subway to these shows. And even still, they yes. couldn't handle just a little... Yeah. A little gas. A little human moment. I do think if we had been alone, if, if the Tonys had not been televised, mm-hmm. I would have gotten away with it. I think everyone would have seen it as a performance piece or, or something. You know, I was contributing to the musical as, a, as a, a part of the horn section or something. But no, it was televised. Oh. And, you know, dozens of people watch the Tonys. Mm-hmm. Dozens in their homes. Yeah. And they were so irate. So disgusted. That is tragic. And I, I, this, Mm -hmm. I mean, it is what the industry loves to do to women of a certain age. Let's just put that out there, right? We're looking for a reason to cancel women Mm -hmm. who aren't, uh, sorry, we're not 22 anymore. Though we all still look it. Oh, Oh, thank you. And likewise, I've got lines where they didn't used to be, that's for sure, but still trying. (laughs) And it's called a script, dear. It's called a script. <laughs> Those are the lines you've got. Oh, so funny. I will say, Gertie, I think it's incredibly generous of you that you didn't turn inward in anger. You turned toward your community mm-hmm. and decided to contribute to building up our next generation of fine actors. Thank you for saying that. And, and you know, I'm, I'm thankful this is being recorded. 
because I can use that when I have my meeting with the principal in a couple days. Because they're trying to allege that I've been mean, mean to the students. Oh. Well, that does not track at all with what we've heard so far. You've been very complimentary of the one boy who's six feet tall. Right. And to both of us, which I think we, you know, yeah. we, we love and appreciate that, of course. So walk us through this. If 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 you won't get into legal trouble for talking about a school matter on the air with us, we what? how many parents, What what is the volume we're talking of complaints that the school has received? Uh, it's somewhere between three and 15 complaints or parents. You know, I can't keep track of them at this point. You'd think I'm teaching their kids a little thing called tough love, you know, mm-hmm. because they say they want to be actors. Okay. You know, uh, uh, I'm an actor. I was in SAG. Marlon was in SAG. Kelly recently mm-hmm. <laughs> may be in SAG. Mm-hmm. You know, we are yes. actors. We legally can say that. These children? No. Amateurs? No. Maybe. No. And if they want to be an actor, they better get used. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with being a beginner. But to be an amateur is disgusting. Mm-hmm. Because you shouldn't enter a field until you've already mastered it in your mind. Mm-hmm. Wow. I I believe this and, and take that for a couple couple of toots around the track in your mind, you know. What they're really mad about, there was this girl who was laughing in my class. Laughing, 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 laughing. What's so funny? You know, I haven't been able to laugh, not since not since my ankles have healed. Not since those divorce papers went out. No. So, you know, I simply told her to go to center stage and laugh for thirty minutes straight. Wow. Yes, she passed out. You know, Mm. that's fine. I said, use that. Use that. You know what? She's going to thank you in an Emmy acceptance speech in about 30 years. I bet. Oh, Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. And and you know what? I'll say something else. I heard that Timothy Chalotay was Mm. saying that he didn't have an acting teacher. Not really. Not after high school. Mm. Tell me why I had a Timothy Chalotay auditing my class. Before he did his newest little flick. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. And yet he goes to a magazine said he had no help. Wow. Sir. The nerve. Then who was the Timothy Chalotay in my class? Well, do you think you could be um, confusing a Timothy Chalotay for Timothy Chalamet, the the actor? Is that possible? Yeah, the names are slightly different. Just one letter off, maybe. I'm saying the name you're saying, Timothy Chalet. Maybe you don't understand because it's the classical French pronunciation, but Timothy Chalet, hey? Oh, maybe that's it. I guess that's probably it. It did feel like a missed opportunity not to have you back in later seasons. And I'm wondering if you you ever kept in touch with any of the writers or the producers and ever advocate for yourself to be brought back? I tried. Okay. Hmm. I tried. You know, I I would send a... A Christmas pamphlet or something like that, you know, updating. <laughs> so the pamphlet would be just sort of the traditional Christmas newsletter with updates about your life, or is it more... But a sort of trifold shape, or... Mm-hmm. It, it does have the shape, yes. But it, it's 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 less linear. You know, are you familiar with David Lynch's work? Oh, of course. I might have inspired him a little bit. We had a brief liaison back in the day... <laughs> And that is what the pamphlet is. That's more the ethos of the pamphlet. Wow. What a life you have lived, Gertie. I'm loving all these stories. Yet, uh, 
Gertie Frank is... Uh, uh, tell me when her name's going back on a playbill, eh? So is that what you would want to do next if you were to, you're more in the theater realm these days than TV and film or are you doing local productions of anything? I'm so curious. If if we could find a way to come see you, that would be Oh, I'd be delighted. I audition on occasion for the local players or for the community theater. Mm. Always my performance is above their heads. Sure. Been there. They don't know what to do with me. Um I I do feel this is a very safe place. I feel safe with two other actors. Kelly, you've been sent the card in the mail, so say... <laughs> oh, yes. Actor. Yes. I, I've seen Kelly's SAG mm-hmm. card, so can vouch for its It's been veracity. verified. You have a witness. Mm-hmm. I will... Okay, you're an actor. We're actors. Could it be vulnerable? If one of my students achieves fame before I see a resurgence, mm. I fear for my mind. Of course. I mean, we all have those thoughts, right? We're not counting Timothee as one well, of Well, Timothee your said then. he never took my class, didn't he? Right, so, so you know, I guess he's written himself out, mm-hmm. yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, that equation. You know, he'll come back. They all come back. They all come back, <laughs> don't they? They sure do. They sure do. But I can really relate to, you know, a casting director or, or straight-up director just not getting a performance you're giving. Mm-hmm. How many mm-hmm. times have I left an audition room and been like, well... They didn't get it. Like, I I know I gave the performance of my my month, at least, maybe my year, and it's just not. Falling on, yeah, it's falling on unappreciative ears and eyes. Don't I know it. God. I, that happens every day for me. You know, I'll be talking, and suddenly I hear the rustling of a bag of chips. Do you ladies know? You, of course you do. Imagine you're doing a scene in your show, right? Mm-hmm. And off stage, some fumble fingers can't wait for a funyun, and he's ripping up the bag. Yeah, I swear, I once went three months with no solid food, yet a funyun is more important than what I'm about to say for you. It's ridiculous. Yeah, this is. I I do find you know, and I have two young daughters now. They're eight and ten years old, so a little too young to be taking your class, but. I would love for them to have you as a teacher. I'm sure you have so much to offer. But yeah, I mean, I know already I can see it. And kids these days don't know how to pay attention. They don't know how to pay deep attention to wisdom. Right. And they're like, oh, my, our lunch break is so short. We only get 20 minutes and that's not enough time. And I'm like, I'm still hungry. (sighs) Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I do have a question for you. I don't want to be vain, but I think Mal and I are probably both wondering since you're an acting teacher, thinking back to your day on set with us, or I don't know, I guess it maybe took a day or two to shoot that episode, right? Your scenes. We were curious, do you, do you have any notes for our performances? Do you remember, you know, what notes you would give us if we were students in your class? We promise we won't be offended. Like Kelly said, we are lifelong learners. So I I know it's been uh, over a decade, but I still would relish the opportunity to hear some feedback on what we did in that episode. I know we didn't have huge roles in this one, but I've been waiting for this. I'll give you one note right off the top. Okay. Okay. Any production you do, any role you take on, you should always keep a little notebook of criticisms of the other actors. You're going to write these down 
And then, you know, you put it in a shoebox in the back of your closet. You don't club anyone or smack anyone in the face that day on set. No, it's all in your little book. Mm. So let me just see if I have... Let me go through all the... Oh, you still have the physical book. Wow. What a pro. Oh, wow. What a professional. Oh, i got to hold on to all... Now, darling, you know, they've forgotten what the Rolodex is like, but you need to keep a Rolodex. Mm. Oh, and I do see all that right, you have... Here wow. Here we go. I do. It's a, it's a thick one, too. Mm-hmm. And so negative Girls notes maybe about it in that every actor you've ever worked with are there in that <laughs> Rolodex right in your hand. Wow. What? <laughs> Hollywood. It's why I have to keep a bodyguard. Yes, I can only afford him to come twice a month, but, <laughs> you know. Those two days a month, you're very safe. Mm-hmm. Well, and it sends a message. <laughs> It, it, that's exactly what it does. Thank you. Yes, it sends a message. Now, I didn't always write context very well. Can you remind me of what you two girls during the episode, I interviewed you, right? Yeah, so my character in this episode, uh, and for anyone else who didn't get a chance to rewatch um, in advance of listening to this, my character keeps trying to get you to interview her about the election she's running in. So my character was always running for local office. So I was playing a bit pushier maybe than I normally would because I'm trying to get on camera. So you're trying to interview me about the bus and I keep circling back to my campaign promises. Right. Okay. If I remember, in what year was this? I think 2007. This would have been 2006. Yeah. Very beginning of season two. So I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I think you hit 9-11 a little too hard. Right. I think it came up a lot in your campaign promises. And I'm seeing sure. here, I did not understand that choice. Mm-hmm. Especially because I looked at the script and it had just, it, none of it was in there. But, you know, right, it did get yeah. my attention. So the positive side of that note is it did get my attention because I went, oh, my God. We're allowed to say that? And that says to me, because that was obviously, that was me improvising. That says to me that I wasn't making that feel grounded and lived in then as, as a local politician. And, and you're, oh, you're, yes. you're spot on because I really, you know, it's a small town in Virginia. Why am I so concerned with right. terrorism? Right. Like I, I yeah. So I, I hear that note. Thank you. I think it, it, it tested well, though, if I remember correctly. That's what led to people like, we, we, we need more shows showing politicians, showing law enforcement, handling this business. Right. So you could say that, dear, you were, uh, you led a movement of sorts. Oh. Well, Gertie, you're kind to bring that up, but I think you and I both know that audiences don't always know <laughs> what's good for them. Uh, so just mm. because an audience likes something doesn't mean it's actually of quality or taste. Thank you for respecting my note. And Gertie, just to remind you, I played a mother of a daughter. And so Mm -hmm. I, as as much as Mullen was trying to get in front of the camera, I was trying to, you know, hand in front of my face and the other hand in front of my daughter's face. Please, not my family. We don't want to be on camera. We don't want to be on the local news. Yes. And what I found beautiful about that, and I wrote it here, and, and even more shocking now to learn that you weren't an actor at that point when you gave this performance, is shocking. He's an actor, but just not in it's, the guild yet, but sure. Well, dear, let's, let's use words preciously, because that's what they are, precious. So I see here that I was very moved because I immediately understood this woman's backstory. Immediately mm. that translated, it, it perked up my little sixth sense. 
I knew that what had happened was that you had cheated on your, uh, the father of that child, right? And another man had fa fathered the daughter. <laughs> oh. And the reason you covered her face was because she looked so much like the philanderer that you were involved with. That if he saw her face broadcast on the news, he would be knocking on your door like the milkman, telling your husband what was up. There, I got that immediately. Wow. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. honored that you would attribute all of that to, I, I mean, I've just got to tell you that I wasn't thinking that at all. I was sort of sticking to the script as it was written and... Um, and really just trying to keep my daughter out of the public eye. But gosh, I'm so glad that more was communicated, you know, because it was still early in the show. I was still finding my footing. So I'm so glad that, you know, my silly little choices were projecting something of depth to you. Silly. We, we can't say silly little choices when it's something as powerful as that. And even if you didn't know, we all knew. You know, even if you tell me, uh, Miss Frank, that's not the case. I'll say, dear. We all know. We all know. Wow. I'm going to rewatch with that in mind. Yeah, We've all done please. those that acting exercise where your character has a secret. Right. But to know that this was so mm -hmm. on the surface when you were watching Kelly's performance, I, I, I'd like to revisit with this in mind. Yes. We are coming toward the end, but I think, Kelly, we have a listener question for Gertie. Oh, yes. I would love oh. to have our sound engineer play that if, if we could have him roll that for us. Hi. I am such a big fan of Riding Around. I can't believe I'm getting this opportunity to even ask a question. My favorite scene is where everybody keeps getting divorced. I guess my question would be, um, psych. It's me, Juliana, class of 2018. You told me that I was a horrible actor, that my tongue was too bendy, and that I was too angular with my characters. And guess what? Now I'm flow from progressive. That's right. I'm making progressive money, bitch. How does it make you feel that I was actually an incredible actor all along and that you were wrong about me? Wow. Okay, Gertie, I just wanted to apologize. We did not screen that question. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'll say something. There was more passion in that message than anything I saw her do on the stage. I'll say that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm again, so sorry for not. Yeah. I, no, it's all we, right. We really got to start listening to these oh. ahead of time, don't we? We have to face our critics, dear. Often they are wrong. And you know, this woman, she was too angular. She was. <laughs> And now if you look at Flo, all of her movements, way more ovular in shape, can I say? Mm. Just way fuller, full of something. What is it? Anger? Is it hatred for me? You're welcome. I'm fueling that wow. performance. I should be given some of those. You know, I'm happy she reached out because I did think this. I'd, I'm entitled to a little compensation, No. No, I think so. I certainly think so. I mean, a public school teacher doing what it is you do, making the salary that you make while Flo is making God knows how much money every year, of course. Putting a fire in her belly? My God. I mean, she could have said thank you. I'm not denying what she... Everything she said it, it was true. And I'll say that again. Everything she said was true. Well, except for the part about all the characters getting divorced. I mean, she's clearly not a fan of our show. She just wrote in to, to get at you. And that honestly 
irks me a little bit because we had mm-hmm. hundreds of listener questions we could have played and, and some of those came from real fans. So real fans yeah. of the show, not someone just trying to get a cheap mm-hmm. score on someone. And to knock me down about my divorce, because, you know, she was in my class when I broke both of my ankles. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't and, say. Yeah, I used to monologue about it a little bit, but you know, I was going through a lot. Yeah. Oh, if you only knew how many monologues I did through my marital struggles, I that's sometimes uh, the best way to process emotion, I find. Get an audience and let me go off for a bit. Hold them hostage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Indeed. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I never felt hostage to your monologues, Mel, and I have to say I found them always very moving. But yes, I understand what you mean. Sometimes you've got to let yeah. it out. And it doesn't matter who's there and right. who's listening and, and what the consequences are. Does it matter if it's a Vaughn's cashier Mm-mm. who asked me for my ID? You know, it, it doesn't matter. You're always performing, dear. That's so true. We're all always performing. Mm-hmm. Now, Gertie, we are so thankful for the time that you've spent with us today, with the wisdom you've imparted to us. Where can we find you after this? Is there anything you're working on right now? I know, of course, your precious work with the students that you do, that's so valuable. But anything else you'd like to plug or share with our listeners today? I'm doing some private work with a dear, dear diamond in the rough named Sydney Battle. She has a little promise She and I have a sort of dynamic where we don't know if we'll destroy each other or build each other back up. And that is why I tune in and I coach her. And I'm a bit harsh, but she can handle it. Unlike Flo, that Sydney battle. And she's on a lot of social media. And she has a lot of free time. So, give Mm. her a job, give her a a razz. Don't give her a razz, she'll cry. But... (laughs) Well, if you're a fan, we're a fan. Absolutely. And, you know, of course, we do have to plug both of us are looking for work as well. So uh, not before us, but certainly third in line after us. We'd happy to give us all jobs. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Writing Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, writingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Writing Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.